0: I am Anderson Cowan and I've got a movie to make and this is loaded for bear. Let's make this movie week 10 of 36 weeks. And today on the program, I have a they're always special guests. I'm never going to have a non special guest on this for your program. But uh, this is somebody I've been talking about for a while. Robert Jarosinski. I hate to rank. My producers, but at this given moment with this particular project, uh, Robert's probably my most active producer as far as doing producer like uh, activities and uh, coming to the table with ideas that uh, producers like to uh, have if they're good producers. And so far, Robert, you have proven to be a very good producer, and I'm excited to uh, have the people meet you and hear about what you, you what you do and what you've been doing for the project. So welcome to the program, Robert. Thank you. It's an honor, and I I appreciate
1: the the prelude there. Um, just to be um, in in the in that grouping is awesome. You've got a really great group of folks supporting this project. Got a good team. And, um, good team. Yeah, so just happy to be happy to be mentioned amongst them.
0: You know how lucky I am to be in this position with this project. Is the people that have given money to the project to make it actually happen so far have been great team members as well especially on those producers meetings and they have great ideas and like they're part of the team not only are they funding it but they're also like part of the brain trust so i wasn't sure how that was going to go when i made that one of the unique tiers where if you get 500 bucks or more to the project you get you know the special thanks and, and all that in the credits of, of the movie but you also uh have access to our weekly producers meetings and I didn't know if that was going to be more disruptive than not or how you know if I was going to be turning people's mics and cameras off which would be uncomfortable cuz they have given but so far it's been knock on some wood so far it's been great it's not like yeah, yeah we just wrapped wrapped one
1: right and uh, uh, aside from the monetary uh, donations which which folks are making which is incredible is folks are dropping great concepts and ideas um more recently too we had someone mention a, a potential cast member that yeah Chris uh, Moran you know, was, was off our radar, um, and you know, after doing a little bit of due diligence, like, oh my gosh, yeah, this person would be perfect. Like, let's let's go out and make an offer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the more brains, the better. Especially when you're looking at talent pool and trying to find, you know, the right. I have my ideas. We have a, a lengthy list of of the lead characters of who we want to target, and these are actors. A lot of them are names that you you would recognize. Uh, but that's not to say that there's other names that haven't come across our plate. Chris Moran, uh, producer on the uh, associate producer on the pro, on, on the project. I think he's actually technically a producer producer now because of the level that he gave, and then his his uh, company also gave a bunch more long story short uh, Chris has been there for since the beginning he was part of groupers Chris is a friend of mine now and Chris uh, after our last week's meeting he let me know he's like hey uh, I don't know if you thought about this guy or even know who this guy is but I watch this show and I think he'd be a real real great target for Dexter in particular uh, the Dexter character who is the young black actor that we need to cast and that's going to be the one of the tougher roles to cast so little things like that are just you know they wouldn't happen unless we were doing it this way so I'm really fortunate to have uh, so many talented smart engaging people uh with ideas uh, a part of this project and Robert you're on the other side of that Uh, you have given even though I told you not to give any money because you're giving so much of your time to this project sweat equity that's where I learned it was from you you were always talking about sweat equity and I started saying sweat equity quite a bit a listener as Curtis has since uh shamed me for using it out of the blue so much so I'm trying to get it out of my lexicon but why don't we uh, talk a little bit about our relationship how it began and uh without you talking too much about you know film vault and whatnot but uh you're another one of these guys that i was lucky enough to meet because of uh film vault
1: yeah i I wonder if we did like a poll of what your average listener length duration is like i've been listening to you and i can pinpoint the date because i actually started a podcast not too long after uh just being in love listening to you and brian wax poetic as as is the case and uh listened to you for you know for the last 10 years um Religiously, and about a year or two into listening, I was like, it just inspired me to want to have conversations about uh, film. So my wife and I actually started kind of a he said she said podcast, and um, that turned out to to be you know somewhat successful, and we've uh, built that into a website, and uh, that's been lasting the last eight years, called Alternate Ending, and uh, that had led me down my own path of filmmaking and thanks to you as well off uh, of another podcast of yours this this very here podcast uh, i've got a movie to make um hearing the inside information um really helped prepare me and inspire me to want to pursue my own uh, filmmaking dreams and uh, january 2022 i took that step forward and uh, met with a potential writer director and uh we just pic- picture wrapped uh, this past thursday as we record this on uh on that feature um and so it's a bit of a snake thank you bit of a snake eating its own tail at this time now, as we come full circle to, uh, uh, you know, learning from each other now. And that's, the I wouldn't, this process.
0: Yeah. That sounds negative when you put it that way. I want to put it that way. I, I would I would call it synergy. And uh, you're one of the, uh, you know, uh, you're a person who, I think that that's probably how you are in life always, Robert. Is like you see an opportunity and it's for you, and you do the work and you get there, and you set your your sights on something. And I I picked up on that pretty quickly. Uh, you had me on your podcast uh, to promote Grouper's back in the day, and then you took the next step. Speaking of this is synergy rather than the snake eating its own tail. I would call this synergy. And I've been so fortunate to meet so many talented, uh, movie-loving people through the Film world audience. Obviously, I've met some crazy people, uh, some insane people, some people that I, I don't want to have anything to do with. But I would say if more often than not, the people that I have connected with through the various podcasts have been... At least the people I choose to continue to talk with have been uh, some of the better people in my life over the last 10 years and now you're one of them so you took the next step uh and you're out here in LA and you reached out to me and said hey I'd love to meet up and I'm like yeah Robert for sure I you know I don't pass up an, an excuse to drink a beer and talk movies with, with a listener who's been supportive and I knew you a little bit from doing your podcast so He's actually, guys, he's he's responsible for one of the negative reviews on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. While he and his wife love the movie, their third partner who doesn't have the the guts to actually get behind a mic and talk about movies. He only writes about them in his little cave. He wrote negatively about groupers. Uh, he's one of the, the the few critics who just don't understand it. I think that's what I tell myself anyway. So we're a little bit lower on the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. Thanks to Robert. But other than that, everything has been great. Um So back to the story of how we first met in person, Uh, that was at a little bar that uh, I tend to meet people from out of town at. Um, I've met probably half a dozen people at that little bar uh, who I've never met before. We have drinks. It's great. Uh, It's called the Chimney Sweep in North Hollywood. It's kind of a, usually people come out here, they stay on the west side. I live uh, in the valley area. So it's kind of a middle meeting point. And I'll never forget, Robert, I don't know if you realized this at the time, but we met. I didn't, you know, expect anything of it. I wasn't expecting anything out of it other than like, you know, meet another nice listener and sharing some stories, having some drinks. And I left that meeting going, I'm going to work with that guy one day. I am absolutely going to work with that guy one day.
1: I'm happy I made a, a good impression. I remember just being um, starry-eyed, uh, as many folks are who, Ridiculous. who go, go to LA, LA for the first time. It was before I, you know, we had really even, I had even shot a single frame. And when I say shoot, I, I'm a I'm a producer on the feature-length film, Huntology, that that just wrapped. But um, I found myself in a, in a position where I know now, where I get the most value and it's helping support others and helping their dreams come true. I get so jazzed hearing about other people's visions and I get motivated to try to like help them come. It's, it's a lot harder for me to have my own, I guess, dreams and goals. Uh, They end up, I I end up really enjoying latching myself onto others and helping support them. And
0: uh, like a remora fish.
1: Yeah, there you go. Sure. I'll, I don't know what that is, but more of pictures.
0: It. Yeah, no, that was the exact line or not pretty close to the exact line because all the conversation before and the conversation that happened after this particular line it was one succinct line that you said to me and you're looking me right in the eyes and you said, I like to go out and find things that filmmakers need. And I'm like, that's what I need. I because I I'm not always the best at finding what I need to tell the story. And I think a lot of filmmakers uh, and people were trying to put things together because I'd say 5% of it is actually creative and doing the work and the other 95% is getting in a position where you're allowed to do the work and that's where you and your skill set come in so uh, so valuable and you know you don't give yourself enough credit you you're a creative person I've definitely picked up on that uh, just uh, over the last few months of working with you Robert and I, uh, I do weekly meetings uh, about th- we average three times a month we uh, meet on Zoom with the other team members and uh, we also talk throughout the the week and emails and texts. We're in constant communication now. And I, you know, you're a very bright guy, but I don't think you give yourself enough credit uh, for your creativity. Now, speaking of starry eyed, it's still bizarre to me that people come out to LA and they're starry eyed because I just, I, I've grew up out here and it was just, it's just kind of like run down and there's some good spots in it. But the idea of you going to like Hollywood or staying and just being like, Ooh, wow, this is great. is bizarre to me. So you're starry eyed out here, huh? Story, I just, because I, it, you definitely get a sense
1: where like, this is where it happens, but I will mm-hmm. say one of the advantages that I think that I've come into it being an outsider um, is, and not being kind of beaten down by the, by the process is you're not, it's not, well, this is the way it, it is. This is the way it has to be. And um, I'm I, I'm not confined by those rules because I don't know them. And so yeah. I'm able to bend or even break them in some cases. And it's led to some success. And again, not having to do it on my own behalf has really allowed me to feel more courageous in going out there and just asking, Hey, why not? Um, why not this character, this cast member? Why not this crew member? You know, why not this location? And whatever the the goal is uh, or whatever the dream thing is, is by asking you, you never know what you're going to be able to, to, to achieve. And it's a simple thought process, but when you're working on your own stuff, sometimes you get a little scared. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, it's, it's it's funny you bring the well it's not funny you bring that up because that is probably your most you might be most skilled at that and I noticed that early on is you are have the ability to ask for the world without coming off like you're asking for too much or like like so many people ask for a lot and I'm very very sensitive to that a I never want to come off like I'm asking for too much I it's just I cringe inside like even I, I got the Mike Carano syndrome where I feel like I'm you know, I'm making people uncomfortable by asking for what I'm worth, uh, which is a whole nother thing, but just asking for favors, all that stuff. And you're like, well, no, that's how things get done. And, I'm, you know, if they say say no, they say no. But it's your ability to put it in a language and be honest about it and genuine about it. I immediately get in my head, especially if I'm asking for myself or my own project, they're like, oh my God, they're going to think that I'm asking for too much or that my project's not good enough or that I'm one of these people who doesn't even have a project and I'm just trying to play the part. All the worst, like, the, the 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 ego the the imposterous thing, all that stuff immediately tries to sabotage my and that's why i'm terrible at it uh, I'm i think i'm good at writing stories and telling stories and directing i think i'm i feel comfortable doing all that stuff it's the asking to, i hate it one of my one of my favorite quotes is it's not who's gonna let me it's it's who's gonna stop me you know from howard Rourke from fountainhead i have that um uh my uh, listener greg uh sent me uh, that's hoodie. I wear it all the time because that's what I believe. It's like, I don't want to have to ask. I want to just do it, but that's not how things work. You have to ask. Yeah.
1: My, uh, our first AD on the project always has the famous line that I it's probably, maybe it comes from that. It's, it's whenever we're scrambling to get a shot done, it's what's stopping us friends. Like what's yeah. stopping us from doing the next shot. Um, and it's a great, it's a great question when you really stop to think about what is the, why am I not doing this thing? Um, usually it's, it's an excuse or, you know, there there is no obstacle. We've put the obstacle in front of us to 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 not be able to overcome it.
0: Yeah. So you're removing a lot of obstacles and you're like just recently we were talking with uh uh you know an agent. Uh I won't, you know, name names, but uh, you know, they, and they kept asking me questions and I had some answers, but they weren't liking my answers. I haven't talked to you about that yet but how's that going? It seems like the, everything's kind of settled down. Everything's good? We we managed
1: to kind of narrow it down to the, kind of the key points. We're going to put it in the deal. It was already points that you uh were comfortable with 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 uh, providing. So Okay. I think there there is you this feeling. Things. Yeah, well, simplified and like people just it's it's a lack of trust in the industry. I think there's this good faith nature that uh, kind of again being outside is that we hope that people go with, but at the end of the day people do like to have the things in writing. Um, and so while it seemed like simple requests I think the act of putting them on a piece of paper will make the person feel better and more you know what that's the paperwork is my other uh superpower <laughs> so when I was listening to I've got a movie to make and hearing you pour, uh, like have to deal with all of that stuff um it's like wow I'm actually eager to get in there and fill out forms and and do those types of things um I I, I get a weird satisfaction out of that
0: making movies really is like a piece of every single job that I can think of. I mean, I don't know if there's a job you can mention that there, there's not some part of that that could go into some facet of of, of movie making. And, and a lot of it is paperwork. And I see my wife who's a social worker dealing with paperwork all the time and I'm like, yeah, I know what that's like a little bit because I've made a movie and I did the deliverables and I, you know, there's so yes, one of your many, many uh, uh, superpowers and uh, ideas too. i talk talking about creative side. So a little bit before we uh, wrap this up, I want to talk about where we're at, uh, because uh, people who listen closely know that today's the deadline, um, that we gave to the four first four people, uh, for the short, which is going to be a what they call proof of concept or proof of work, where you actually show something rather than just talk about it in a pitch deck, uh, you actually show uh, a scene, which is what we're going to try and do here. In fact, two scenes is what we're hoping to sh- shoot for the short. This was all Robert's idea, which I mentioned last week, where he saw a crack. He saw uh, an opportunity, which is the upcoming, most likely upcoming sag after following WGA with a strike and a bunch of actors, notable actors, sitting around with nothing to do suddenly and, and all of their shows being uh, paused and them being available for the first time and for somebody like us ever. Um, so we sent out offers. So far, we've had no success with any of the offers, which is not um, surprising. However, All of these camps, including even some of the actors themselves, know about our project now. Uh, And our project is still fairly new. Uh, There's there's three separate arms to this project. There's the documentary that we're producing right now in production. There's the short now that we're looking to produce one way or the other. We're going to be doing that with A-list talent b-list c-list talent or i might just get no sag actors uh and just you know there's a lot of very talented actors out here and do it the same way that i did with groupers and not make it union and just shoot with what we have uh, locally and who's available who's looking to break in we're going to shoot this short now thanks to you robert and thanks to your idea i'm
1: excited to see it i think that it's it's a if you've ever tried to explain what the project is verbally it's really challenging to to actually articulate it um and so I find I think by having the short uh, is really going to help dispel a lot of the kind of uh, confusion that could could come from trying to, like, articulate the meta
0: aspects of the film. Yes. Cause, well, that's not going to come the- in either on the yes. short. The, yeah. the meta aspects will not be revealed in the short at all. And one of the I'm not in love with the short right now. I like it a lot. And I'm excited to do it. I, I'd be absolutely and totally in love if and it still might happen if I was able to. Uh, get this in a format that would work as a a story with a beginning, middle, and, and, and I was confident that I'd be able to do that when we first talked about this. So far, I've come up against a wall. I, I'm not able to make a, a single-day shoot into a full story with what we have to work with without completely changing the story. There's no way to show this man named Ben who's mad at his boss and he makes a movie about his boss and then has success and then doesn't have success. Like, there's no way to do that in a one-day shoot. But we can shoot a scene, which is very telling, with a lot of moving parts, a lot of representation, a lot of our born to act players will be a part of this. Uh, four of the lead characters will be represented in these two scenes, and you'll get a good taste for who those characters are, what makes them tick. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm Jack. So so that's two of the arms, and then the third arm, obviously, is the narrative uh, feature length script, which is going to be made hopefully sometime by the end of the year or early next year. And I couldn't do it. With, I I wouldn't be. Near, I, wanna, I don't know where I'd be, oh, Robert, without you right now. So I should also say, I, Robert, I'm not going to say what your day job is, but Robert has a day job. So he's very impressive because he's able to do this with an actual job that provides for the family. He's so good at that job that he's able to do all this other stuff uh, on top of that effectively, too. So that was a concern of mine. Yeah, there's, there's
1: some question whether I'm being effective at, at the other job, but we'll let, we'll let those folks kind of figure that, uh, you know, decide for themselves, but hopefully I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm managing the balance. It's not something that I look, look to try to do for, for, you know, the foreseeable future. Um, I, 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 much like you with, uh, Jillian, uh, getting a little bit of shit, like I, I get some shit from, from Carrie. Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit, just, it's not that I, it, you can only be in so many places at, 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 at so many times. Yeah. A lack of presence, uh, with the family, sometimes is, is the thing that's actually taking the the short end right now. But hope, yeah. hopefully, I can I can start making some more time.
0: Yeah. Well, what's gonna suffer? It better not be loaded for bear or any of your uh, other film projects. It it, it better be uh, your 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 day job that take that suffers that. All right. <laughs> yep. Sounds good. So yeah. Uh, so just moving forward, just to re- kind of recap a little bit about not everything obviously that just happened on the producers' meeting. Uh, but we're gonna continue to send out offers to some of the uh, top end talent that. Uh, I feel very comfortable with uh, if they were to say yes to the short and or the uh, the narrative. I, I'm not in a place where I feel comfortable giving uh, somebody a role just because they're a, a face or a name or they've been up for like Academy Awards even uh, if I hadn't thought of them or I can't you know picture them in the role. Uh, but we're going to continue to look at, at people that we could possibly parlay into the, the narrative as well. Um, we went after our top tier guys so far and they are all, all guys at this point uh and now we're going to you know I and and i I, because this is public and i i I feel a little bit like ill like now it's kind of being recorded in public that you know we're going after second choices and third choices that's the name of the game that's you read about any movie it's like this was their first choice or they wanted de niro for this but they got this guy instead it's all it's
1: all that so it it, it works out the way it's supposed to um and that's what i've you know i'm sure when you were working on groupers when i've been working on my projects is we have we've there's always other names that you know you might be considering, but things really do end up working out the way they're supposed to.
0: Um, yeah, for the most part. I mean, obviously not always, but yeah, for the most part, yeah. You do yeah, with Grouper's. I can't imagine a different cast. I just I can't imagine it at this point. Uh, and and I just want to be clear because this is public that anyone that we're giving offers to for the reasons that I just stated are only people that we really really want. Obviously, you're to rank them. I and those of you who have multiple kids, I know you rank your kids. You all lie and you say <laughs> you don't, but I know you do. So, yeah, just because we've already sent out offers and we might have heard no from that first wave, we can't blanket it. As much as I would love to just send everyone that's on our list an offer and whoever gets back to us first, that's how I like to do it. That seems fair. Whoever's most willing and able and excited about the project, let's go. Let's do this, right? It's not. Then you ruffle feathers and you hurt people's ego. There's so much ego. There's so many feelings to be hurt. And that's why I am so happy that I don't have to deal with any of that firsthand at this, for this, for this stage, you are on top of that, Robert, and I love it.
1: It's my play. It's, it's so, it's like playing a character, honestly. Like I I don't, I I get to be just your uh, consigliere, I guess, uh, an an advocate. So it's, it's, it's a lot easier to have to have those tough conversations um, when it's not you that you're representing.
0: I totally understand that and I went through the same thing with La Lucha when I was producing La Lucha the documentary that's having some real festival success and we're gonna be seeing it's all about the education system it's about to get distributed here soon so I'm real proud to have a producer credit on that and all the work that I did on that uh, but yeah I was able to call people I was calling up Oprah's people and saying hey give us an interview Like get no problems at all because it wasn't you know my I was po- attached to it but it wasn't my baby right so it's a lot harder when you're like hey look at my kid as opposed to hey look at my friend's kid um okay so as a final update three of the four that we gave offers to have said no uh one of them we gave an extended week long, uh, an extra week to them and you never know i think that this person would say yes if it was completely up to them uh it's a big name i'm not going to say their name i'm not going to say names until we actually get somebody uh, on this on this here feed but uh yeah anything else am i missing anything let's make
1: this movie. That's all let's I want. I'm, I'm so pumped about it. Thank you again for the opportunity to be part of it. Um, for those who, you know, ever get a chance to just, I was one of the lucky few who got to go out to born to act and and witness it firsthand and, uh, just extremely moving. I think about the experience often and I look forward to when I, you know, hopefully rejoin you out there in August, September for the short, um, have another chance to, to spend some time with the community.
0: Yeah. I should have probably led with that. Cause I talked about on your behalf. And I said how, uh, how much it affected you uh, when you were there, you and your wife uh, and uh, Chris Moran, who came. But now that I got you on the program, it'd be, you know, it, I guess you just kind of summed it up. But like it was real encouraging to see you and your wife and Chris that day that you guys all just by coincidence all showed up uh, the same day to to watch one of the classes. And I could see it in your eyes. There was no acting. You guys weren't lying. Like you were completely touched by it the same way that I am week in, week out. And I'm seeing the same thing with my buddy Mike Corona. Like he's. He's moved by these guys and what they're doing and, you know, these, these kids and, and how committed they are and how well the class is run. And like, I, it's, it's real nice to know that it's not just me being Pabby, which is, uh, you know, a, an after disaster term. So, uh, before we go, I always forget to do this and I should have, uh, I should always leave with this, but, uh, loaded for bear doc.com is where you go, where you can see the pitch deck that's Robert and Catherine helped me put together. Um, more than helps. You guys pretty much built it yourselves. Uh, it's a, where you can see uh, the budget. You can see all sorts of things. It's also where you can contribute and become a part of it yourselves. Uh, most recent contributors who I'd like to uh, give thanks to are Jed Jesse. Uh, thank you for your donation Jason Engelbertson. I Hope I said that right. Jason a- engel uh, John Gower and Michael Kerr, just six hours ago, uh, uh, gave it a nice chunk. So thank you to all of you very, very much. And, uh, until next time, Robert, uh, one more thing, time where people can find you. Uh, yeah, you can find um, all of my movie projects at UmbrellaPictures.com.
1: Um, the latest features Hauntology Movie, uh, or Hauntology. You can follow that at HauntologyMovie.com. And our podcast, if you're looking for a little, I'm not on it anymore, but my, my wife uh, still keeps the, keeps the lights on. That's at AlternateEnding.com.
0: Thanks, Anderson. Alternate, Thanks, everyone. AlternateEnding.com. All right, let's make this movie talk to you guys week 11. Thanks for following along. For over a hundred years, the world has been captivated by Hollywood. The uh, stuff that dreams are made of, where stars are born. Made and born! Stop the world! But just beneath the stardust lie a million more fascinating stories that, when sewn together, form an incredible history—the secret history of Hollywood. Available now wherever you get podcasts.